Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to be talking about what, to be honest, is one of my favorite subjects to talk about. I think in a former life, I was an attorney. I wanted to be an attorney when I was younger until I was about halfway through college. I thought, ooh, that sounds great. Um, As people will tell you, I like to argue. Um, And so I really did think that, that it would be great to be an attorney. But more importantly, that's part of what's ingrained in me with setting up a business and being a business person is making sure that we're doing things to protect our business. And right now, I think it's more important than ever. You know, we're as we are recording this, we are still in the midst of the pandemic. And I think many people are thinking, gee, should I start my own business? Maybe they had a second business. Maybe maybe they got furloughed. Um, but they are thinking about setting up their own business. And so this is a great topic to be talking about today. So please join me in welcoming John Tobin to our program today. Welcome, John. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. This is great. So much fun. And you're out in California. I'm in Atlanta. You know, I always love it when technology works like this. It's, it's always really cool when I get somebody from around the world. But, you know, that's that's going to be one of the cool things with coming out of the pandemic. I think technology, more and more people are just going to really rely on virtual meetings. We're going to be expanding our connections. That's one of the cool things that, that will come out of this. So let me tell people just a little bit about you. So John Tobin founded Council for Creators as a way to make the law user-friendly through subscription-based legal services and transparent flat fees. Prior to becoming an attorney, John worked as a software developer and designer and brings that sensibility to the practice of law. His clients range from independent artists to VC-backed startups to creative agencies and beyond. His work centers around helping creative people understand how the law plays a role in their businesses by being proactive. So again, John, welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great. Glad to be here. Great. Well, you know, as I mentioned in your bio, you started out as a software developer and designer and then changed to law. How is it that that came about and that you decided that this is your passion in life? Yeah, so it was interesting. I mean, it was a transition. Um, I'd been doing working in software for a long time. Um, I'm here in Southern California, so we have a lot of different software companies and, and different opportunities for that. So, you know, as I was sort of starting out, that's what attracted me and that's mm-hmm. what I liked. That's mm-hmm. what I was good at um, and I still like to this mm-hmm. day. Um, but I remember at a certain point sort of looking around these companies that I was working with mm-hmm. and kind of understanding that there's more to it. You know, there's another layer. There's the business layer. Mm-hmm. There's the legal layer. So I started starting to see these things and I got curious. And that's what kind of led me to law school. So I get to law right. school. Um, 
And of course, you know, it's a deluge of information. Mm-hmm. You learn so much, especially in that first year. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, you always have a book in your hand. You're always learning something new, which is great. But what happened is I realized, wow, a lot of these things I'm learning about contracts, about um, property, about um, copyright, any of these things would have been really great to know when I was working in software. Right. I was working for these companies to understand Mm -hmm. what's going on or understand what my rights were, my responsibilities, Mm -hmm. sort of how all these things play out. And so, you know, I realized in that life, I was missing a whole sort of layer to the game, I guess Mm -hmm. you could say. And so that really got me thinking, well, you know, if this, if I find this so valuable, how can I make this accessible to other people? And so it kind of started as this little idea thinking, well, you know, who knows what will happen? Because I went to UCLA and sort of the path they push you on is to work for a giant law firm, which, you know, is interesting in its right. own way. And there's um, usually lots of money there. There's lots. Of, yeah, well, that's but how they get you. There's a ton of money to start. lots of hours. Yeah. Lots of hours. Yeah, that's the thing. You're looking at you know, it's not unlikely that as a first year attorney working for one of those firms, it's a hundred hours a week. Right. Um, and you know, the thing is you're working for really large clients. So you get mm-hmm. to see, you know, up close, like big things that are happening in the mm-hmm. world. But at the same time, you, you know, you're part of maybe a team of lawyers mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. on a matter. So you're not necessarily the one talking with the CEO of the right. company. Maybe you're one of the lawyers. Hey, we, you know, we have like these eight documents we need mm-hmm. you to work on, get them done by the end of the week or my, by Monday you know, right. whatever that mm-hmm. case may be. So, and I kind of felt like that wasn't for me. And, um, you know, so I, I decided, hey, I'm, I'm going to start my own law firm. And so that's what I did, you know, pretty much right out of school. Mm-hmm. I started, um, I still had people who were in the industries I wanted to work in, mm-hmm. um, who are my friends and contacts. So I actually, it's interesting, a lot of the initial clients I had were people who I had worked for in mm-hmm. software. So mm-hmm. they already knew me, they knew what I can do, knew mm-hmm. how I worked. And so that's kind of how I built that law mm-hmm. firm. Um, and we evolved it till today. I took on a partner at one point, And so that really took things to another level. We've added people to our team that added things. So, and, you know, that sort of brings us to the present. You know, that's the evolution from software to attorney. Cool. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I'm a creative person. I hang out with creative types. And we don't always stop to think about legal aspects because yeah. we're making stuff, you know, and, 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 you know, many people don't stop to think about legal aspects and, and people who have, you know, been longtime fans of the program know that I'm always saying, you know, when you're starting a business, there are things you have to do. And one of the first mm-hmm. things is you talk to an attorney and you talk to a CPA and you do this yeah. right. Um, you know, you don't want Uncle Sam coming after you saying, hey, you didn't pay taxes, um, you know, and, and all of these things. And, you know, but, but yeah, we're like, oh, but we're just creating, we're just making websites. And we're just posting on social media and we're just designing logos or, you know, maybe it's people who, you know, were, were creating things and crafts. You know, we mentioned the fact that, right. you know, because of, of the pandemic, a lot of people are now selling things on, on Etsy and, and all of these things. And that's great to take cash, but do you need to protect yourself? Um, you know, and, and so talk to us a little bit more about why, a person starting out really should take the steps to make sure they're doing it correctly. Well, it's one of those things where I think one of the central things we tell anybody who works with us and Mm -hmm. probably repeatedly too much is you want to be proactive about these things. So yes, you know, I understand it. I'm also a creative person. You know, I'm a Mm -hmm. lawyer, but I'm also, you know, I'm creative. I I make music, I write, I do a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
knowing about the law, knowing about taxes doesn't stop you from doing any of that stuff. Right. So that's kind of one of the things I tell people. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like you suddenly have to put on a suit and sit there going over documents all day. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're asking people to do. Mm-hmm. What we are saying, though, is if you are a creative person, right, you're creating copyrights, mm-hmm. if you're building a brand, mm-hmm. you're building a trademark, if you are working with your friends and combining in a business, mm-hmm. you're, you have a business entity. So the point is right. these things are happening, mm-hmm. right? It's sort of like um, taxes is a great example. If you're making money, Ta- it's fr- the first time you make a dollar, I mean, maybe, I don't know if $1 counts, but, you know, mm-hmm. you're not making money. Some point Uncle Sam wants some his point, Yeah, at some point, taxes come into play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's obviously two ways you can do that. You can say, well, I'm going to get ahead of it and try to figure out how I plan for this, mm-hmm. um, figure out how to do this right. Or I can just wait until, like you said, mm-hmm. I get a letter from the IRS saying, hey, you know, we didn't get any taxes for your okay. LLC. What's and you owe on? us lots and lots yeah, of money. And, and they don't like that. You know, they don't like that. And, and the way they express that displeasure is through uh, penalties. You know, right. so, yeah. the way, you know, so you owed us 10 grand, now let's make it 15. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's one of those things where, again, you don't necessarily want to think about it because it also feels kind of like, you know, I'm going to go to a lawyer. Is it going to be a big deal? Is I have it to be a grown up. Yeah, it's kind of tough. But, you know, I'll tell you something. You know, a lot of the people I work with, you know, they're, you know, they have maybe a public persona, you know, mm-hmm. you might see them and you're like, oh, this guy is an artist or, mm-hmm. you know, she's an influencer or YouTuber or mm-hmm. personality or, you know, creating these products. Um, in the background, mm-hmm. they're coming to me. They're right. coming to CPA. Right. They're mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. So all mm-hmm. the people, like there is, I, 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 I would be surprised if I ever found like someone at a certain level who's mm-hmm. successful, who doesn't have an attorney, who doesn't right. have a tax person. Mm-hmm. Everybody has one. And mm-hmm. so the point is, it's not one of those things where I think people are like, well, do I have to do it myself? Do I have mm-hmm. to go and learn everything about trademark or learn everything about contracts? The answer is no. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why there are attorneys. It's mm-hmm. just like with taxes, right? I don't, I'm not really. I do not do my own taxes. No. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done them in 20 years, mm-hmm. um, but they're always filed on time. They're right. always filed correctly because mm-hmm. I hire someone to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an issue. They just tell me, hey, you know, make sure that, you know, all your business expenses are here in QuickBooks. So when mm-hmm. I go in, I can see everything. Um, and that's my job. My job is complete. Now, mm-hmm. if I decided, well, I'm going to try it myself or not think about it, you know, then I'm going to spend hours and hours trying to, you know, fix mm-hmm. everything or, you know, worry about like, now I have to go to the IRS and talk to them. You know, I don't want that. I don't want those kind of troubles. So mm-hmm. I want to hit those things early before mm-hmm. they come up. Right. You know, I love that you mentioned people. Uh, you know, a person as needing to do some things like this because, you know, yeah, there are, you know, somebody, maybe they set up a landscape company and, and, you know, or they start selling things on Etsy or, you know, maybe they're a CPA and they set up a firm, things like that. But, you know, there are also people who their product, their service is them. Um, you know, they might be a public speaker, they might be a musician, they might be an actor, you know, you are mm-hmm. out in, in Los Angeles. And so when is it, you know, is, and, and granted, you know, we, we were talking about, you know, when, when there's, you know, people are, have money coming in, you know, but, but when should a person set up as an entity? Yeah, so it's an interesting question. And it's one of those things where the answer varies, but I can kind right. of give a little mm-hmm. bit of context. So, um, and really context on the consideration. So obviously mm-hmm. the, you know, easy ones are financial considerations. So mm-hmm. at a certain point when you're making enough money, um, your tax person, you should have a conversation with them about, mm-hmm. hey, am I going to get different kinds of write-offs right. from an S corporation mm-hmm. or whatever? And so for some people, 
Mm-hmm. That's actually a no-brainer. You know, mm-hmm. there's like I forget what my um, tax person told me, but he's like, yeah, over a certain amount of money, ah, if you're you know an entertainment okay. person, um, just form the thing because mm-hmm. any money that you spend to form it, you're going to save instantly mm-hmm. in taxes, mm-hmm. right? So that's the extent of my tax advice because, like I said, um, <laughs> it's not my specialty, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know, that's one of the things where I say you have that conversation with tax mm-hmm. people. But um, on the legal side, um, it's sort of an organic question. You know, a lot of people. Um, will sort of approach it differently. And what I tell them is, look, the whole point of forming an entity, if it's just yourself, is mm-hmm. to protect yourself from liability. So that's one right. reason. So that's kind of the first thing. So mm-hmm. again, if you're getting into things where the stakes are higher, where you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. that, hey, you know, I'm doing this project for $50,000 and if mm-hmm. something goes horribly wrong and that person wants $50,000 right. from me, they can't take it from my house. Mm-hmm. They can't take it from my car or mm-hmm. the college fund or whatever is available to satisfy a legal judgment. Mm-hmm. So when you get to that point, you start to think to yourself, I don't want to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to form an entity. Right. I'm going to protect myself. It's almost, it, it's in, in some ways, it's almost like insurance. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, hopefully none of us have to use, for instance, car insurance. We never have to make mm-hmm. a claim ideally, right. but we're mm-hmm. all happy to pay it because mm-hmm. I love driving around knowing that if I make a mistake, mm-hmm. I don't have to pay out to, right. to fix someone's car. Right. Um, so, so Yeah. Yeah, I'm, and I'm going to do a little disclaimer here. Um, you know, all of this varies by state, by country. Sure. So, you know, we're chatting here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk to an attorney in your state, in yes. your country. Um, you know, and and um, you know, I mean, what John is saying is great information. But yeah, it's going to vary from state to state, and then of course there are different entities that you can set up: S corp, mm-hmm. LLC a corporation. I mean, all those various things. So your attorney in your state and your CPA are going to be the people who you need to talk to who can really help you with that. Yeah. And and what I also tell people is the only way to really get legal advice, like actual legal mm-hmm. advice that you can apply is working with an attorney right. that you've hired, right? Yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, even yeah. hearing me, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully I, I share things that are valuable here. Mm-hmm. I would tell people, hey, look, if something sort of sparked an interest, you're like, hey, you know, I didn't, never thought about that. Find an attorney that mm-hmm. you like working with and then, you know, see if, if mm-hmm. that's right. It might be they might say something completely opposite because right. your state has different rules mm-hmm. or your needs are different. Mm-hmm. You're in a special right. industry. So there's a lot of variables. Right. And Google, folks, no, no. <laughs> no, Google doesn't work. Yeah. You know, you might get some general information mm-hmm. and, and maybe then you'll know the right questions to be right. asking. But no, um, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, if you're sick, Dr. Google is not how you get diagnosed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there might be some simple things here and there. I kind of, right. you know, I often use the analogy of um, working with cars. I'm not particularly a, a car person, mm-hmm. but, you know, I know there are little things I can do. Mm-hmm. I can change right. my wiper blades. I can mm-hmm. do things like that. Um, but I also know if I hear a sound, I, maybe I could Google it. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the person who I know mm-hmm. fixes cars day in, day out and have them just take care of it. Right, right. You know, and it's it's always interesting when people say, "Oh, I don't need to do that." It's okay. I don't. Need, I won't get caught. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just it's, and and may, and and you might not. I mean, let's be honest. The vast yeah. majority probably don't. I'm one of those people that assume I just look guilty. They're going to catch me. <laughs> they're going to come and they're going to take my house yeah. and my cats and my dogs. <laughs> you know? Some of us have bad luck too. You know, yeah, some of us yeah. are just those who are yeah. caught. Yeah, you know, and 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 it's it's relatively easy to set these things up. You know, that's that's yeah. the thing. When I set up my company, and it's been over twenty years ago, and I was in Colorado, 
And so the internet didn't exist yet. So I had to trot my little self down to the, mm. the Secretary of State's office. And it was so funny because, you know, I, I had researched it. I knew I wanted to be an LLC. I knew the name. I'd actually researched that. Actually, I guess the internet did exist because I had, had researched it enough to know that no other company had that name and, and, you know, things like that, which is, you know, some of what you can do in advance, you know, do your due diligence, make yeah. sure another company doesn't have your name. Um, you cannot be Walmart XYZ or you know, any of yeah. those various things. Yeah, it'll be done. But, but yeah, so I, you know, I went down to the Secretary of State and, and it was like 60 bucks. I mean, you yeah. know, not a big deal. And she gave me a receipt from the cash register. So my company is this little piece of paper that is two inches by three wow. inches, which is just the funniest thing in the world. I think that is absolutely hilarious. You know, I had expected, right. and, you know, confetti to come from the ceiling and she ripped the thing off and handed it to me and said, here. Um, but, you know, it was, it really was easy. Um, now you have to renew every year. I mean, there's all, there are some things mm -hmm. that you need to do, but again, that's where having an attorney will help because they'll walk you through this and they'll remind you. And I love the fact that you have a subscription-based service. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about that because, folks, this is now, granted, you're in California. And so this right. might not work for people who aren't in California. But, oh, my gosh, is it affordable? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so what we do, we have a subscription. So one of the things we realize, and this sort of comes from a, a little bit of a story, where one of my clients, um, you know, they, first of all, they spent like a whole weekend trying to figure out the answer to some legal issue, mm -hmm. right? The whole weekend, they could have been making stuff, they could have been doing, right. you know, relaxing, spending time with family. But, you know, she tells me, hey, I spent all weekend trying to figure this mm -hmm. out. And I'm like, you know that with a five-minute phone call. Right. You I could have told you the answer, yeah. mm -hmm. like exactly what you need to hear. And you'd be confident, like, you know, so, you, so not only did you have to have the phone call with me, but you um, spent all that time. And what I realized at that point, you know, and this is also something I've realized with other people too, is attorneys, the way that we've worked in the past is, it's a little bit intimidating, right? Mm -hmm. So that phone call, right. you're like, is that going to cost me $60, $40, mm -hmm. $400, $600? The, and so what I found is that was being a barrier to a lot of people right. who might have the will. They're like, mm -hmm. yes, I do want to know this information mm -hmm. and I'm willing to pay for it. You know, mm -hmm. I get the value of it. Um, but what I don't like is that I don't know how much it's going to cost. So mm -hmm. we tried to figure out, okay, working backwards from what we do with people, how much time we spend with everybody, um, what's a number that would work for us and work for our clients where it's yeah. not a huge mm -hmm. um, investment, mm -hmm. but enough where people can start working with us. It's $95. So, mm -hmm. you know, we, we really purposely made it $95 a month for the reason mm -hmm. um, that, it real, that anybody in business ideally can at some point afford that. You know, it's right. not something where, you know, we need $3,000 up front, which sometimes mm -hmm. you'll go to a law firm and you'll mm -hmm. hear stuff like that. Right. Um, because what we realized also is if we can intervene, if we can help mm -hmm. someone understand something early, mm -hmm. we can help them avoid these mistakes that happen later. So, right. you know, what would end up happening is, again, because of the way that us attorneys had chosen to work in the past, people would avoid coming to us. And I, mm -hmm. I get it. Totally normal. I would too. Um, but then six months would pass, you know, after some issue begins. And then by the time they do come to us, mm -hmm. now it actually is expensive because right. instead of, you know, again, taking the car analogy, mm -hmm. instead of like fixing, you know, whatever hose mm -hmm. was right. kind of loose, you blew the now engine it's broken. You bl you've mm -hmm. broken, you've cracked the engine block. So now we have a different kind of problem. Mm -hmm. It's on a different level. So I want to help people understand like, hey, if you hear a little noise mm -hmm. in the car, let's talk. Let's just make mm -hmm. sure that, that, you know, that's something we can fix for five bucks, you mm -hmm. know. 
Um, so that's, that's what we wanted to do. And then for a lot of people that we work with, let's say we start and you know, we form a company for them. That's something we mm-hmm. offer on a flat fee where it's sort of this mm-hmm. package. Um, then they might have questions beyond, you know, sort of what they hired us for. So that's an easy way for us to sort of expand that mm-hmm. relationship. You know, so if someone's like, oh, by the way, you formed our company, but now we have questions about hiring. We're thinking of bringing people right. on. How do we think about that? What do we do? Mm-hmm. So that's what that service is meant to do, sort of fill in those gaps and let us work with people for a long time. We've mm-hmm. been doing that for, um, I think, close to five years now. Wow. And we have people who have been on since mm-hmm. that first month. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've watched them grow. We've seen how their business has changed. And um, that means we can help them really easily. Mm-hmm. You know, right. like, hey, we, you know, we know you hired a bunch of people last year. You know, we want to talk about, mm-hmm. you know, giving options in mm-hmm. this new company, right? Right. So, Do you have to be in California? So you can be nationwide, but the caveat there, there's a qualifier and it's mm-hmm. important, is um, we can we can help you with things that are federal law. So that's things okay. like trademark and copyright. So if someone's okay. in Georgia or Utah or Colorado, mm-hmm. we can answer trademark questions and copyright mm-hmm. questions. The, the limitations are on things like business entities or mm-hmm. contracts because those vary from state to state and you need an attorney who's licensed in that state. Um, So if we do have a member, you know, who's in that situation, maybe we give them information on trademarks and copyright. Mm -hmm. Then we can also give them kind of general ideas about Mm -hmm. contracts. So again, that's not necessarily the legal advice, Mm -hmm. but it's more just like, hey, you should have a contract. If you're Mm -hmm. hiring an independent contractor, you should have a contract with Mm -hmm. them. And we suggest you talk with an attorney in another state. And if we Mm -hmm. know someone in that state, we usually refer. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and I'm looking here on your website, there's, there's other things that are in there. There's webinars, there's all sorts of things. And, you know, and I'm sure a big portion of this are things that, you know, whether you're a creative person or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing for business, you just don't think about, you know, and, and for 95 bucks a month, again, if you're getting ahead of an issue, that's the the thing to do. Um, you know, we buy the insurance before we need the insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's what it is. And, you know, I think what we've also realized over the years of doing this, it's not just about our legal services, us mm-hmm. providing services as attorneys, mm-hmm. but it's also sort of supporting people in becoming educated on these mm-hmm. legal issues. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things we just added to the program last week is a course that basically walks people through Mm-hmm. the sort of main issues they'd want to think about. So right. again, it's about helping people to ask those questions they might not have known to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, they might not have known to ask about trademarks or contracts right. or how to think about mm-hmm. it. So we're kind of guiding people through mm-hmm. that. And I found that's helpful because the more somebody knows mm-hmm. about these legal things and, and the right questions to mm-hmm. ask, the better our time together is. So when right. I'm on the phone with somebody, if they already know what's the benefit of a trademark, mm-hmm. now we can get really deep into mm-hmm. what their particular issue is. Right. Well, and if they have to, to speak with somebody in their state, they're already prepared there also. Yeah. You know, they, they know to say, okay, here is what I need, yada, yada, yada. And especially if they're dealing with somebody who's going to charge on an hourly basis. That's true. Yeah. And that, that can be helpful too, because again, you don't like if you are working with an attorney and they charge hourly and a lot do, and you know, there's very varying ways you can practice law and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to spend half an hour, you know, at $300 an hour right. getting basic information mm-hmm. that you know, you can get by maybe watching a video that, you know, we've put together that mm-hmm. you know, walks you right through what's the trademark process mm-hmm. like, you know, that's not a good use of your time or money mm-hmm. to hire an attorney to tell you that. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, let's talk trademarks and copyrights, mm-hmm. because I think that's something that it, many creative people have to deal with, but they really don't know what all it means. You know, right. and, and I've had people who have said, copyright is automatic. You have the copyright the second you write something. 
And I'm thinking, oh, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's right and it's wrong. Mm-hmm. There's, 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 a, there's a big catch to that. Um, so with copyright, that, that's, that's true. You do actually have a copyright as soon as you make something. Mm-hmm. Now, the gigantic catch is if you want to sue somebody, if you want to stop somebody from violating mm-hmm. your copyright, mm-hmm. you need to register it. Ah. So, I, you, know, if, you know, for instance, if let's just say I wrote something right now in the chat. Mm-hmm. You know, I write a nice long story, you know, mm-hmm. as we're talking. Mm-hmm. Don't know why I do that, but let's just say I do. Um, I have a copyright. You know, if, if mm-hmm. somebody, if somebody um, copies that, they're technically infringing right. on my copyright. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I can't do is I couldn't go to court and enforce that. So if okay. I want to enforce it, I have to mm-hmm. have the registration. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a you step. Know, and, and I always tell people, you know, remember, remember that other people have that also. Yeah. Um, you know, one of my big things is photography. Mm-hmm. I saw it on the internet, so I copied and pasted Ooh. it and put it. Uh, you know, Easy way to pay money. Yeah. You know. Well, and you know when I <clears throat> when I started in this business way back, photography was and it was before the internet. Photography was expensive. Holy yeah. schmoly! I yeah. mean, you know, I remember paying seven hundred dollars for one image. Yeah. And now you were the only one who had that image, um, you know, and so you wouldn't see it anywhere else, you know, all sorts of things. And now, fortunately, things have evolved so much, you know, and, and there are free sites. Um, they're still probably, you know, going to say how they want you to refer to them, you know, or you might right. have had to subscribe. Um, I subscribe to, to several sites um, where I pay a flat fee for the year. Yeah. But then that gives me access to all the images. But right clicking and saving to your hard drive is not good. <laughs> you know, it's bad. And really yeah. don't use it for business. Yeah. And one of the things that there's actually a cottage industry that sprung up mm-hmm. um, that is in response to people doing that. So mm-hmm. a lot of photographers, what they do is they hire these companies and some are a little bit shady. Mm-hmm. But but some are not right. So there's a varying right. spectrum here. Um, but basically, what they do is they use bots to like bots mm-hmm. to reverse image search. So yes. you know, let's say someone you 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 take an image, that bot might find it, mm-hmm. and then it tells that company, "Hey, we found the image at this mm-hmm. URL." Mm-hmm. That company generates a legal letter saying, yes. "Okay, so you're using that. We don't have record of any of your, any yes. license with you, and you owe pay, us a bunch of money. Pay three thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and um." There are times where, you, you know, the most I can do for someone just because technically they infringed, mm-hmm, um, right. there was no license, mm-hmm, there was mm-hmm. no permission. Um, I'm like, you know, the best I can do, I can't make this go mm-hmm. away, but what I can do is urge you to negotiate. You right. can negotiate. And so, you know, we've had ones where, mm-hmm. and of course- and The first thing is to say, oh my gosh, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're, but, but you'll be surprised because these companies, they make money by collecting settlements. So they're, right. they're like, okay, we're glad you're mm-hmm. sorry. We're glad you're never going to do it again. Please Black. make it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, they don't really care, mm-hmm. you know, but what they might do in some cases is negotiate, right? Mm-hmm. Because again, they, you know, they don't want to go, they don't necessarily want to go to a huge legal battle mm-hmm. over this. Um, but, you know, so you can negotiate and, and, but still you end up paying, you know, more money than it, mm-hmm. way more money than it would have costed if you had done this right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and yeah, I mean, it, it's, as you said, it, you'll fix it at the, the start, um, you know, rather than having to, to fix yeah. it later. I, and it, it's funny, when I do social media, when I redesign websites, brochures, whatever for clients, they'll say, here's pictures. And, right. and I say, all right, I need you to prove to me that you have the rights for that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, yeah, I get pushback and, and I tell mm-hmm. them, you need to understand that's my neck on the line. It is. Because I could get in trouble also, you know, not yeah. just the fact that, you know, you used it, but I used it also. 
And I said, so I need to know that you have purchased this or have the right to use it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so I tell people, you know, the best thing in, in a variety of ways is to do your own photography. Cause then mm-hmm. you, that's, that's yours. You don't, you know, and, and, um, you know, and, and especially if say you're taking pictures of your product or whatever, right. take your own pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. You, you say that like, that's an interesting sort of situation where you are working, um, for a client, maybe producing something mm-hmm. and, you know, they supply you with content and this is actually something we've seen. Um, I've seen people who have gone to court, like they're the designer Mm-hmm. They've been brought into court because the person who's who who owns that image mm-hmm. is like we don't really care whose fault it is. Right. All we know is we're going after, and this oh, is yeah. what all lawyers will do. This is yeah. what we learn. We're going to get everybody on the list. Mm-hmm. Go to everybody because mm-hmm. if you don't know the answer, just sue everybody and mm-hmm. then let them work their way out. Right. So you so even if you're right in that situation, even if you didn't do anything wrong, you don't want to be in the position right. of working mm-hmm. your way out because it's expensive. You have to mm-hmm. hire a lawyer to make the argument as to why you shouldn't even be in that lawsuit. Mm-hmm. That costs money. So you get out, but it still costs money. Or you don't get out and it still costs money. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of the places where even a good contract comes into play. Mm-hmm. You know, you can put a clause in there that says, if you give me stuff and it's infringing, mm-hmm. you're paying my legal bills. Right. You know, so right. that's what we we'll often do for people who mm-hmm. are running an agency. So then they can say, you know, prove it to us. But if you don't, if you choose to mm-hmm. give us something, just know that if we get sued, mm-hmm. you know, not only are you paying your own legal bills, right you're paying mine too. So mm-hmm. that kind of makes people, that really kind of focuses the people giving you the images on, mm-hmm. okay, let me think about that a little bit. Right, right. Yeah, and as we said, I mean, these are things people don't even stop to think about. Yeah. And, you know, and they just think, oh, well, they sent me the picture. You right. Know, they, and they never, you know, and, but yeah, I love the people, but I saw it on the internet. I don't care. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and especially from a business perspective, you know, I'm never going to use a picture anywhere that I don't know that I have the rights to yeah. on business sites. On my right. personal Facebook page, I might fudge a bit. Yeah. But, you know, it's, for the most part, yeah. You know, it's, you know, I'm, but yeah, for business, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, yeah. and again, it's so cheap. I mean, you know, and, and there are some that there there's no fee to, um, right. you know, and, and so that's where it's cool. Now, of course, what that means especially from a business perspective is you could see that picture in other places. Yeah. So that's yeah. where, if you're really wanting to make sure that, you know, the picture of the sunset over X building, you're the only one that's ever going to have it. Okay. That's great. But that is going to cost you. It costs. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, but, but you won't see it, you know, yeah. on, on somebody else's. And, and so that's kind of the trade-off. I mean, there are mm-hmm. definitely times where you need to make sure it's never going to be seen by some, you know, yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of weird, like if you're running a you know national print mm-hmm. campaign and you're using the same stock photography someone else uses, mm-hmm. it's not going to have the same impact. So right. you know, there's a whole business decision mm-hmm. there, and this is what I even tell people: like the business issues and even the creative issues, like mm-hmm. you know what photography you're going to use, mm-hmm. tie right into legal. So mm-hmm. you know, it's funny because people will be like, "Well, I don't have any legal issues," and like, "Well, you're running a business, right? Mm-hmm. Like you you're still in business." I just mm-hmm. want to be clear mm-hmm. because if you are, you do have legal issues, right? You know, and copyright varies, you know, as, as we were saying, by state. Um, and, you know, and, and now this may have changed, but I discovered this years ago when I was in Colorado and was working um, with a, a, a company to completely rebrand them. Mm-hmm. You know, new logo, new everything. And now I had a contract. I did have a contract, but it was really basic. 
I'd probably yeah. copy, I'd probably <clears throat> borrowed it from it somewhere happens. else. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so one of the things we did was we designed, oh, I don't know, probably 20 sample logos. And then she picked three, we narrowed it down, yada, yada. That was great. That was wonderful. She was happy. And, you know, and, and then a couple months later, I get an email from her and she says, oh, and my husband was so delighted with X logo that mm -hmm. he's now using it. And right. I said, oh, no, no, you didn't pay for that one. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> she said, well, my husband is a copyright attorney <laughs> mm. and you didn't say. And so they and, mm. and actually this worked out really nice. It was it was very nice of them. So I spoke with him and he said, tell you what I'll do. He said. I'll write the section in your contract that talks about that okay. in exchange for the logo. And he That's did. And so, nice. you know, it says yeah. something along the lines in my contract of any and all concepts and, you know, samples work. I mean, you know, all those various right. descriptors not used by the client remain the copyright or the remain the property of wise women communications. Right. Um, right. But so I learned that kind of the hard way. I learned it the nice hard way, you know, because yeah. the, the, the man very nice, but yeah, you know, who would have thought, because I just went, Oh, well, you know, they, they didn't, she picked, you know, logo a and, and, and it was just a fluke that they happened to even tell me that, you know, they, he, he had picked one of the other logos. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was an example of just something very simple that really could have, have, have been bad. Yeah. And there, are, yeah, there are people who will definitely take advantage of that situation. You know, they won't be as gracious as this person. Mm -hmm. um, sounds like they were. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you have situations where they're like, no, we're, we're using it. We don't care. We're not mm -hmm. doing anything for you. We're just mm -hmm. taking it, you right. know, and, and sometimes they, you know, they have a legal basis. And right. oh, it may yeah. not be fair and it may not feel right, but you know, that doesn't stop some people. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and it is worth checking if you are a website developer, if you're a writer, all of those various things as to who owns that yeah. material. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had people who have said, well, you know, here, redo this brochure. I'm like, well, I didn't write that. I didn't do that. I'm not sure I can, you know, and, and so yeah, it's, that's where it's best to, you know, not Google it. People mm -hmm. ask an attorney. Well, and this is why, you know, again, this is coming back to the way we decided to do things. We have the subscription. So, you know, if that right. situation arises, mm -hmm. we tell people just seriously, you know, mm -hmm. schedule a call with me mm -hmm. um, in five minutes. I can, I can get right. you an answer that's going to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And trademarks are a little bit different. Yeah. You know, and, and, and again, this was one of those things that somebody told me, if you put the little R with the circle, that means it's automatic. I said, oh no, no, hmm. I know that one's not right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish it was that easy and you know, no, it's not. You know, and it's yeah. not inexpensive. Let's let's be yeah. honest. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's. But again, it's worth it uh, it's to worth to protect. Maybe it's your company name. Maybe it's a product or a service. Um, I was sharing with you before we started the program. I'm in the final stages of trademarking the Business Power Hour. Mm -hmm. Now it's trademarked in Colorado, which is where we're incorporated, but we're doing a federal trademark. Yeah. It is a long process. It's a complicated process. I took one look at it and went, no, can't do this. I need to have an attorney do it. Um, you know, and, and she, you know, and, and so, you know, have, have, you know, that's been, been working its way out. But yeah, you know, and, and the trick is that I didn't want somebody else setting up the business power hour and coming back to me and saying, guess what? You can't use that and you can't use it for anything formerly that you did. Yeah. 
it can happen. I mean, it, it can happen. You know, again, it, it gets complicated sometimes. It's really hard to, you know, sometimes you have people who make, you know, claims that maybe aren't mm-hmm. really supported, but sometimes they do make claims. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, I've seen people where, um, you know, again, fast forward three years, like, and, and there's, there's something about three years. Cause I feel like that's when people start to get traction with their business. Right. right. Your business gonna go. is either going to fail or succeed by about that. Point. Yeah. And, and at three years, you, you usually get to like another level, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. if you're sort of doing everything the way you should, mm-hmm. um, and you haven't failed, usually you kind of go up a notch. Mm-hmm. And I notice at that point, that's when you hear from other people. Cause now they notice you or hear mm-hmm. about you. They're like, Oh wait, you're actually using the same name we are. Right. Um, stop. And I've actually mm-hmm. had to have conversations with, mm-hmm. with people who get these letters. You know, they come to me and think, well, you know, can we fix it? Right. And the answer sometimes is no, there isn't a mm-hmm. legal magic wand. Mm-hmm. They have rights too. And right. technically you're violating their rights. Mm-hmm. So you have to change your name. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a bummer because if you have a business that's growing right. and has built a brand, mm-hmm. built a name, mm-hmm. and so they have to change your name. And mm-hmm. we've seen businesses probably that have you know, inexplicably change their name, you know, mm-hmm. such and such as now, you know, mm-hmm. so-and-so. Yeah. Um, sometimes that's the reason. Sometimes it's a rebrand, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's like they got a cease and desist. They mm-hmm. talk to their lawyer. The lawyer's like, no, you have to change because mm-hmm. they were there first. They registered first. They have all the things. Um, so the way you avoid, and, and then, you know, that costs money. That costs mm-hmm. a lot of money. That There's a switching cost in rebranding. Right. There's lost customers. Oh, yeah, just reprinting your so business cards. I mean, yeah. all of those various things. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, what I've told people is, you know, yes, you might make an investment up front early on, mm-hmm. you know, like in getting the registration right mm-hmm. or just doing whatever things you need to do to set yourself up correctly. Mm-hmm. But again, that in, it's an investment. It's not like some people look at it like, oh, well, it costs so much. I'm like, no, like it doesn't cost. It's an mm-hmm. in, you're, you're investing in your brand, which is a valuable thing. Like that's mm-hmm. what your brand right. is. Um, so if you're not willing to make that investment, you mm-hmm. know, I even question people. I'm like, do you really care? You know, do you care enough about your brand that mm-hmm. you're not right. going to protect it or not give mm-hmm. it the support that it deserves? Mm-hmm. Um, because once you need it and, you know, on the converse, um, you know, if somebody goes on social media and grabs your, your trademark as a handle, mm-hmm. if you have a registration, you can shut them right. down generally, like mm-hmm. in 48 hours. Mm-hmm. If you don't have it, it's a whole ordeal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and that goes also for, as we were saying before, your name. Yeah. Um, you know, go through and, and take those steps. And, and, and I tell a lot of people, even if you don't do anything further, just protect that part. Right. Yeah. And, and I think also, you know, I think what I also come back to with people is even if you don't want to do it, even if you're like, okay, I hear what you're saying. It's an mm-hmm. investment and, you know, all this mm-hmm. stuff. Um, at least know, I tell people, at least be aware right. of, of what you're Mm-hmm. what risk you're taking on. Mm-hmm. And, and I do have clients. I do have clients where I give them all the advice mm-hmm. and I tell them all the things and they want to act in a different way. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I, right. I really as long as they did it with yeah. full knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My job is just, it's a navigator, right? Mm-hmm. So I can say, Hey, this way through the sea is, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's going to take longer, but there's mm-hmm. no hazards. Right. Um, this way, there's a lot of rocks. Maybe you get there faster and you know, they might say full speed through the rocks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. You know, yeah. your call mm-hmm. and they might make it, but they might also not make it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really, you know, I think for everybody, the ultimate decision is for the business owner. What's their mm-hmm. risk tolerance? What right. kind of risks are they willing to take in their business? And the answer mm-hmm. is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, and then we've touched on the other thing that, that you do and that we always recommend that people do. Handshakes don't work anymore, folks. Right. Contracts, um, you know, and, and I mean, some really are pretty basic, but then some are more complicated. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like I was saying, my contract now says, you know, anything that you don't pick is is still mine. Um, right. All these various things. But yeah, they they cover it's it's CYA. You yeah. know, and and it doesn't it really doesn't matter what you do. 
um, you know, you, you should probably have, and, and I, I take that back, um, you know, there should be some type of contract, especially if you're working with another business. Now, if yeah. you're, you know, making doodads and selling them on Etsy, you can't have a contract. Now, you will have signed a contract probably with Etsy. With Etsy, right. Um, you know, and, and yeah. but, or, you know, whatever it is that, that you know, you're selling it on. But, um, but yeah, you know, there's, a, we, we don't always like contracts, but they're there right. to protect ourselves. Yeah, they're there to protect ourselves. But, you know, then even taking it a step further, one thing I even tell people is, um, you know, you have the contract, which is that piece of paper. And that's what Mm -hmm. we think about as the contract. But really what the contract is, Mm -hmm. it means that, you know, two people or more have a meeting of the minds. They Mm -hmm. see things the same way. They have a common understanding, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So even before you get to that piece of paper, we can even put it off to the side Mm -hmm. and talk about just coming to a place where we all understand what we're trying to do. Right. Here's how much we're paying. Here's yes. when it's delivered. Here's mm-hmm. what's included. Here's what's not included. Here's what happens if there is a um, unforeseen delay, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so if a pandemic happens, how do we handle right. it, right? So what we're doing is coming to that that agreement, and you'll find. So even if you never need the contract, even if you never have to go to court mm-hmm. or anything like that, everybody's happier because expectations are mm-hmm. set correctly, right? Right. And that's the place to do it. And so that's yeah. what I even tell people. You know, they'll they'll say, "Well, I just want to download a template from the internet." I'm like, "That's fine." but you're only getting about like 10 or 20% of the mm-hmm. value. You can get right. the best template in the world, but if it doesn't reflect what your understandings are or your mm-hmm. client's understandings are, mm-hmm. you're missing the point. You're right. really missing out mm-hmm. on the value you can get from a contract. Right. You know, and as a creative person, I see that as, as very important because um, say, for example, we're going to design a website for somebody. You know, we're going to say, we will design this. And we go right. through and we say, homepage, yada, 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 you know, and, and we get really descriptive, yep. um, you know, and, and we say, and that will cost you X. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah. If you want Y, which is da, 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 da that will cost you this, right. um, you know, and, and as you said, it's a negotiation point because we will have people, you know, fairly often that come back and say, that costs too much. Mm-hmm. And we say, okay, that's great. Uh, you know, and, and I learned when I first started out, I went, okay. And now I have learned, you know, I've been in business long enough, yeah. you know, the, the gray hairs are there, um, that to, you know, to say, okay, what would you like us to take out? Right. Um, you know, and, and so if you're only going to spend X dollar, well, we're going to do less for you. It isn't, oh, yeah. uh, okay, we're going to take whatever you want to throw right. us. Um, right. You know, and, and that's where that contract comes in. Um, and plus it spells out expectations of them. Mm-hmm. We will say, we need you to respond within X period of time. We need you to provide 20 images. I mean, yep. you know, whatever it is. And, and it just makes life so much easier. And, and a lot of people, I know people like handshakes. Wouldn't that be great if we could just go back to, oh, John, just yeah. that, you know. But no, you know, it and, doesn't and, work that way anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, if the stakes are low, you mm-hmm. know, if we're talking about something where it's like a $25 thing, like, hey, you know, right. if, if oh, you, go, yeah. you know, pick up lunch for me, I'll give mm-hmm. you 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, we don't need a contract for that. But we mm-hmm. already, but, you know, in a way, we already have a contract. The right. contract is you'll bring me lunch and, you know, there's even assumptions. And you'll bring like, me what I ordered, not what, I ordered, what you think I need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll bring it at lunchtime, like mm-hmm. you're not going to bring it at midnight. So there's, there's even assumptions. Mm-hmm. And, and that even plays out in like larger deals. There's mm-hmm. assumptions that sometimes are unspoken, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I even tell people like, you want to know, like you want to set those expectations mm-hmm. early with that client who might not have the budget. Mm-hmm. You want to know that before you put in any work. Right. 
because what I see happen is, you know, that people find out later, oh, mm-hmm. like I only wanted to pay half and why do I have to pay this much? And mm-hmm. you kind of want to know if that, you know, where that person's coming right. from early on. Mm-hmm. And that way you can decide, like you're saying, you can decide, well, do I want to do less for them? Do I want to give mm-hmm. them a discount? Mm-hmm. How do I want to do this? How do I want to sort of set this up right. so that you're not surprised mm-hmm. later on when that person only pays you half of what mm-hmm. you thought they were going to? Right. And, you know, and now we have different currencies. Yeah. You know, I have, I you haven't come across this, but it, you know, what if somebody said, oh, we thought we could, we're going to pay you in Bitcoin. That's no. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, if that's what I was expecting, that's okay. Yeah. If we talked um, about it. Yeah. yeah I, I think my contract actually says U.S. dollars. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, yeah. and that's simply because every once in a while I, I might work with somebody who's not in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, that obviously gets to like different issues of, you know, U.S. dollars at what conversion rate, you know, like right. what day, like, are we mm-hmm. just, you know, are we going to wait till mm-hmm. the conversion rate is favorable then bill yeah. you? Or we're we're going to pay you when the, when the dollar's down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, you know, so again, you might even say, mm-hmm. you know, like you might even put like conversion rate as mm-hmm. of this date, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Right. Um, so you could, you could obviously go so deep into any of these things, mm-hmm. you know, but I think, you know, really what the thing I see a lot of people missing and not doing is just having those discussions or thinking about those things, right. um, you know, and then writing them down is the second mm-hmm. step, you know, really right. just sort of mm-hmm. understanding like, you know, whose responsibility is it to do that conversion from mm-hmm. euros to dollars, right? So mm-hmm. you can right. do whatever, whatever you want mm-hmm. as long as I receive US dollars of this amount, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and let's be honest, most small business owners, most entrepreneurs, the second we start talking about this, their eyes cross and they go, oh my God, and they don't want to do it. Right. Again, that's why you work with somebody who knows yeah. what they're doing. Because, yeah. you know, you, you, you call John and you say, hey, John, got this new client. Here's what we're going to be doing. And then we go from there, you know, or whatever yeah. it is, you know, you contact your, your attorney, where, you know, and, and it, it's it's cya cya yeah. <laughs> yeah in a lot of different ways mm-hmm. you know and, and it's, it's one of those things where i even tell people you know because i've seen people who you know at, they've come to me after years of sort of running a business where they have um you know they have like consistent fights mm-hmm. with clients over right. deliverables and i'm like you do realize there's a way to solve that like mm-hmm. you're not the first person to have a client right, right? so people have uh-huh. thought about this they've figured out ways to structure it so mm-hmm. that Everybody knows up front what the expectations mm-hmm. are. You know, what happens if, you know, the client wants stuff that's out, out of the scope? Mm-hmm. How is that billed? You know, right. okay, we're, we're going to bill hourly and you're not going to argue about mm-hmm. it. You know, that's, that can be the deal you make with them as long right. as you're straightforward mm-hmm. and transparent about it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it, it's, it, it really is one of those things that often you don't think about till it bites you. Yeah. Um, I have subcontractors sometimes mm-hmm. that, that work with me and I learned the hard way to have contracts with them Yeah. Um, because it was, these were my friends. Right. And, you know, and, and so what happened, long story short was I was working with this person. We were doing a complete rebrand for somebody and he contacts me and he says, you got a problem. I mm. said, mm-hmm. And he said, she contacted me directly and said that it would be cheaper to work with her if we did this and this and this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't real happy. Um, You know, and so I contacted her and I said, what gives? And she said, oh, I didn't do that. I said, yes, you did. And you did it in writing. And I have a copy of it. Um, You know, and and we very politely worked it out and then didn't work together again. But, you know, so that's now I now have a subcontractor contract. And it explains that not only will you not try and poach my clients, 
I won't try and poach yours because sometimes it's, you know, and, and all of these stuff, it comes back to CYA and expectations. Um, You know, one of the things that, that I like to do is I, it's, it really sometimes confuses things if a subcontractor contacts a client directly. Right. So I, in there, I put all communication with clients must go through me. Through you. Yeah. You know, yeah, I might copy authorized. them, yeah, but yeah. but it's always going to go through me, and that's more. You know, I've I've had clients who, or I've had subcontractors who accidentally change contracts, you know, change the terms, not knowing. You know, it was like they they'd say, "Oh, hey, well, sure, we can add that page." No, uh, yeah, we can't. Yeah, well, and but then you also explain that to the client that you know, hey, if right. a contractor does say that, they're, they're, this the that's right. this is the contract. I'm the only one that can do yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. they may have said that, and you may expect mm-hmm. that, but mm-hmm. you know, let's be clear here: that wasn't something that I offered to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we've got about ten minutes left. This, you know, I, I could, like I said, I could talk about this forever. I mean, this Same. is just you know fascinating to me. But let's talk about COVID-19 and the pandemic and all of the things. We can't talk about all of the things because we really would be here for a very long time. And it's it's a moving target, right? Yeah. Um, One of the things that I found on your website, and um, your website is council, and that's C-O-U-N-S-E-L, for creators.com. You have a resource page on here of business resources for creative businesses. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Now, you know, people listening to this years from now, or even maybe even months from now, this may not pertain. Right. But for right now, this is a huge resource. I had no idea this existed to this degree because we hear about PPE and, you know, some other things. And now some of the things on your resources are very specific to California, but what I, you know, I, what I took from that was, oh, okay, well, if they have it in California, they probably have it in Georgia too. So, um, but yeah, I mean, this is just amazing what you've got, but you know, how has the pandemic just taken, especially small business owners and entrepreneurs and just thrown us up in the air? man. So many different ways, right? So it's sort of like this big explosion in the middle of everyone's business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the question is, how do we land, right? right. You know, what, what direction are we thrown in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do have people I work with who I think, you know, their business might be stopping, right? You know, mm-hmm. there are certain industries right. that are being hit harder mm-hmm. than others. So, and then there's other businesses who have adapted. You know, I have a client who I was speaking with a couple of weeks ago who uh, runs a restaurant here in LA. And I was mm-hmm. kind of worried when I was getting on the phone. Right. I'm like, okay, what bad news are we going to mm-hmm. hear? And he's like, mm-hmm. no, we actually were able to adapt really quickly to cool. take out. We really got into it. Mm-hmm. We did it right. Mm-hmm. And we're actually busier. I hired people. Mm-hmm. because we had such demand for nice. we're so good at takeout mm-hmm. and like that's great and like and then i said you're gonna have that takeout experience and skills even when people are doing dine-in again right. so because we got used to that we like staying home to, yeah. to eat out <laughs> and, and that's the thing and, and you know especially i don't know how it is in georgia but a lot of restaurants even here like sort of offering cocktails for takeout okay so yes cool. that that, you know? that right yeah. now that's a temporary change to temporary, stay well, but who knows but, you know there, mm-hmm. there could be a thing where it's like hey you know what that worked nobody was driving drunk after ordering right. cocktails, yeah because so your your yeah. Uber driver brought your bottle of wine. Yeah, so it's 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 fine. So I think we're kind of seeing those different ways to operate, mm-hmm. and I think you know there's a lot of businesses who really dug in mm-hmm. and were able to take advantage in that way. Um, there mm-hmm. are some businesses who you know maybe they didn't have the means or even the will mm-hmm. to want to do that, and I think things are going in a different way. Um, 
I think there are businesses, and this is the reason why we put together those resources, mm-hmm. um, businesses that immediately took advantage of resources, or even mm-hmm. after a little while took advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things sort of going into this, when this really started happening, my partner, and then basically we had a you know a meeting with with mm-hmm. everybody at our firm to talk about, okay, what's our, what are we doing here? What are mm-hmm. we trying to do here? And, you know, our goal was, let's see how many businesses we can keep afloat. Right. How many businesses can we help stay afloat? And that's mm-hmm. our job, right? It's not about legal services. It's mm-hmm. how many businesses can we stay afloat? So we made that. So immediately we're like, well, we can make a list of resources. Cool. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did, you know, when this really started happening, we did a bunch of webinars on just different ways you can access mm-hmm. funding from the government or from private organizations or, um, you know, change your business or whatever it is. And so what was cool is in the month or two after people coming back to us and be like, hey, I wasn't going to apply for mm-hmm. PPP. Right. Or I wasn't going to apply for the emergency mm-hmm. loan, but because of what you guys said, I did, and we're staying in business. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. that is the coolest feeling, and it was so great. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and as we said, I mean, there, there are the federal programs, and then there's private and, and um, specifically to, to states. Um, you know, like there's, I'm, I'm looking on here, the Photographer Fund, right. a $25,000 fund to help photographers impacted by COVID-19. Who would have known? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some very specific ones for specific areas, um, desert X artist relief fund, which is Mm -hmm. a a specific area in California. And, you know, so it's, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, it is one of those things where some companies have, you know, it's, it's gotten really scary because all of a sudden they couldn't work or they couldn't get their supplies or whatever. And that comes back to having a contract right now right. granted i don't think probably anybody well at you and and now one of the things that i saw was you know the contracts and this you know, entirely could be wrong and or situational that acts of god this didn't count as an act of god because a lot of contracts will say you know we can cancel this event if there's been an act of god right um, and so, because we didn't say, you know, if there's a pandemic, we can care right. because we, you know, it wasn't so, you know, it's, how do you handle kind of that general, you know, and, and so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, this is why, you know, you have, you'll end up this with, this is litigators. why you have an attorney. Mm-hmm. Well, this is why you have an attorney a, um, but then even, you know, some of these things like the interpretation of what does acts of God mean? Right there can be hundreds of millions of dollars riding on that mm-hmm. question because yep. you have insurers who might mm-hmm. have to pay out or not pay oh, out yes. to a uh-huh. large company. Right. Um, and so if you have an insurance policy, mm-hmm. and by the way, insurers are really good at this kind of thing because mm-hmm. their whole job is to, you know, hedge against Their whole risk, job is to say no. Let's be honest. But well, that's because no. they are a business. Yeah. But they've done, they've done, yeah, they're a business and they're, you know, mm-hmm. they're not in the business of paying out, you mm-hmm. know, but at the same time, their contracts, you know, again, they're mm-hmm. tough to read. So again, if you're getting insurance and you, like it's a really big deal. Have an attorney look mm-hmm. at it, negotiate it, right. think about it, and like you know, say, "Hey, we want this. We want to make sure this mm-hmm. language is there." So I've seen, I've heard of some businesses. I think it was the Kentucky Derby mm-hmm. who specifically right. put pandemic in there and got paid out because you know huh. just one little one little word change, right? right? So no substantive change, just a, a word on a piece of paper mm-hmm. made. You know, I don't know how much got paid out, but they got a certain amount of money paid. Mm-hmm. Um, but there will be a number of companies who have to go to court. Mm-hmm. And fight. And that's, and again, that's why, you, you know, sometimes when you get into these fights, attorneys cost so much because, mm-hmm. you know, if the, if the stakes are either I'm going to get paid out $50 million or I'm not, or settle somewhere in between, right. it's worth paying mm-hmm. an attorney 500 bucks an hour mm-hmm. to make your argument for you. Right, right. Or smaller things. I mean, like I was talking to somebody the other day who had to cancel their wedding. Yeah. And, and it was because the venue was still closed. They were yeah. in a state 
that has opened up a bit, but the venue uh-huh. is still closed. Um, and but they have paid a whole bunch of deposits, and right. and I thought, oh well, you know, they'll just have the wedding same time, somebody's backyard, whatever. Yeah. No, the their contracts were so specific that they had to stay with that venue for like the food and and all of that. Mm. That they're going to have to wait until the venue has an opening wow. to have their wedding there, or they lose all their money. Um, yeah. Could they push it? Maybe. Is Maybe. it worth it? Nah. Um, you know, and, and so things like that, uh, you know, but you might be on the other end, you might be that event planner who has, you know, you're that, that middleman who has paid all of those deposits, who Mm -hmm. has done all of those things. And so that's where this all gets really tricky. Yeah. And I've I've had situations where, yes, the person is the event planner or that service provider who, um, you know, they've collected deposits and they're like, well, I've already sort of paid out to people, you know, mm-hmm. like I've, right. I've reserved people's time. I've made right. deposits with other people. Mm-hmm. You know? I paid like, the musician's deposit the or company or, or whoever it is. I've paid some other people. So I, I can't give you your deposit back mm-hmm. because, you know, and, and the con- I don't contract, have it. Uh-huh. I don't have it, but the contract also supports their position. The contract mm-hmm. says, Hey, all deposits are non-refundable for mm-hmm. whatever reason. And, you know, right. people will say, well, it's COVID and it's really hard for me. I'm like, it's hard for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, you know, it's not, you know, people aren't trying to keep money from mm-hmm. each other. It's just like, no, we're actually in a jam. Here, right. You know? right. So, but contract. And everybody's in the jam. I yeah. mean, you know, that is the, the thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, it was interesting on Facebook. I saw a thing um, where, it, and again, it was a wedding thing and, and he had paid the, the deposit and his fiance passed away. Mm. Eek. Yeah. Um, and he then went back to the, you know, all these people, but one of them was he went back to the photographer and he said, Hey, you know, this has happened very bad. Can I have my deposit back? And the response he got was, what part of non-refundable do you not understand? <laughs> okay. The fiance That's passed one way away. To do it. That's well, one then way to of do course it. they got yeah. into the pissing match on Facebook. Um, yeah. Don't do that folks. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. I, I usually advise against yeah, it. And, and if somebody can do a screenshot, just Oof. always keep that in mind. You Good. know, don't do it on email either. There's right. a there's a, yeah. a quote that all attorneys have ingrained in them, which is write every email as if it's going to be read aloud at deposition. Yes. Or it's going to be on the front page yeah. of the New York Times. Oh yeah. Um, because I've seen people who look horrible mm-hmm. because because of the right. emails they write. Well, and you lose context and, and all yeah. sorts of things. And and of course, this photographer, of course, got really pissy and nasty and horrible. And one of the things he said was at one point, Oh, I happen to see today would have been your wedding day. I hope you're crying all day. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. You know, and this is the PR person in me is like, eek, eek, eek. Turns out this guy yeah. was just scum of the earth and had yeah. ripped off a well, bunch of people. But now we know. Yeah. But yeah, so you know, one of the things to look at when you're doing these things is, is it non-refundable? Right. Can you negotiate? I mean, right. you know, all of those various things. So it's it just pays to to kind of look because we never thought we'd go through something like this. No, um, you know, we did a, a smaller version um, um, back when when we had September 11th. But yeah, I mean, it was now it's just really big and and so you know, again, CYA folks, you mm-hmm. know, if, if you're receiving or giving the money, just look at stuff. Yeah. Just look at it. Just think about it. You know, like I said, it's not something you have to get everything on the first right. day. It, mm-hmm. it can be organic. Like it can mm-hmm. be a learning process, mm-hmm. right? But it's, you know, a learning process you don't have to go through on your own. Right. You know, and I'll be honest, I'm, I am kind of Pollyanna. I like to think that everybody has the best of intentions yeah. and nobody wants to rip you off. And for the most part, I think that really is true. Um, yeah. You know, they, yeah. they want to work with you. They want to, you know, and, and all these various things, but why not just make it easy for everybody and have mm-hmm. your ducks in a row? 
Yeah, everybody benefits. And, and, you know, I think that's the thing, you know, what we're trying to do is actually support that success. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want these blow ups to blow up our business. You know, right. we don't want these small things about non-refundable deposit to now tarnish our reputation forever. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's, you know, and, and you can have good intentions and mm-hmm. be well-meaning, but you might just see things a different way. Mm-hmm. You might have different priorities or different views mm-hmm. on things. And so let's just work through that. Right. Yeah. And when we respond in the heat of the moment, that's usually where we end up getting bit. You know, that is, you know, that is where we write something on Facebook or Instagram or whatever that, you know, five minutes later, you're like, oh, didn't mean that. Yeah. Um, uh-uh. Yeah. Well, once it does, and it doesn't matter if you've deleted it. (laughs) People get screenshots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing. I mean, I I see this, you know, and we've, you you know, we've gotten, I mean, we've seen a bunch of actors that have now lost their jobs because of stuff they did years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, and sometimes it comes to like, is it worth it? You know, Mm -hmm. maybe, yes, maybe you do call out this person and you tell, you know, the world how bad they are, Mm -hmm. but you've just written this whole screed that people are like, wow, is this, is this guy okay? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's not a place you want to be. Right. Right. It's funny. I, I was doing a post today on Facebook and I, and I just posted a meme and it's, it's so funny. It said, you know, don't fight with along the lines of don't fight with people on Facebook. It's kind of like trying to fight with the kid that used to eat glue in elementary yeah. school. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and, and that's true. I mean, you know, they, they're not always the rational people that you're fighting with. Right. And it's also, you know, again, like you're saying, it's hard to get context. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a tough world to be in. Right. And just putting LOL or a little happy face. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. You know, especially from a legal perspective, that really doesn't count. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh, John, like we said, we could go on forever, which just means that we have to have you on again. Um, And it'd be interesting to to revisit this in several months to see, you know, once the whole pandemic thing has calmed down, what has changed in the business world? Um, Because there's going to be changes, you know, and and so I would love to be able to chat with you again. and, And so hopefully we'll get that scheduled. But between now and then, if somebody wants to contact you and reach out to you, how do they find you? Um, the best way is to go to our website, which is counselforcreators.com. That's C-O-U-N-S-E-L, sort of like attorney, counselforcreators.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find my contact information, for my team information about what we do. Um, we do weekly webinars. So yeah, just check in and that's a great place to start. Great. You've got a great blog, um, lots of really good information there. I was reading through some of that and answered tons of great information. So, you know, even if you're just not even, you know, needing an attorney right now, great sources of information. So I encourage you to go there. Yeah. We wanted to make it an easy way for people to start sort of engaging with this stuff. And, you know, if you don't want to hire us yet, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But just, you know, take some time and check it out. Perfect. I love it. Well, John, do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? Um, I think that's it. I mean, I think just kind of like I've been saying this whole time, um, don't be afraid of the legal stuff. Don't feel like it's something that's beyond you or that you have to wait for something bad to happen. Go ahead and engage with it. And you might even find um, it helps your businesses in unexpected ways. So, you know, there are benefits you can get. So definitely take some time, engage with it. And it's a process. It's like fitness. It's not, you know, it's not one day and you're done. It's over time. So, yeah. Perfect. I love it. Well, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely fascinating discussion with John Tobin. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.